Good morning, this is Friday, September 19, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. U.S. faces tough struggle on ground to oust ISIS. And a headlong rush to invest in Alibaba Group. In today's national headlines, judge facing abuse charges is pressed to resign. We get the latest from Atlanta. Voracious inferno spreads in water-starved California. In today's business headlines, the Dow was up 109 yesterday. Ellison is stepping down as chief of Oracle. Home Depot confirms largest retail data breach and weak demand for ECB's program of cheap loans. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, U.S. faces tough struggle on ground to oust ISIS. Challenge of taking back Iraqi cities. Reported from Washington. The American air campaign to thwart the advance of fighters from the Islamic State has been the easy part of President Obama's strategy in Iraq and Syria. Soon begins the next and much harder phase, rolling back their gains in Mosul, Fallujah, and other populated areas, which will require American advisors to train and coordinate airstrikes with Iraqi forces. Pentagon officials are more willing than their counterparts at the White House to acknowledge that this will almost certainly require American special operations forces on the ground to call in airstrikes and provide tactical advice to Iraqi troops. There is no one in this building who does not know that clearing out the cities will be much harder, a senior Defense Department official said. That's when the rubber is going to meet the road. Urban warfare in Iraq has been challenging for the United States, which had 70 troops killed in the Second Battle of Fallujah in 2004 and fought hard to regain control of cities like Mosul, Bakuba, and Baghdad. So it will be even harder for the Iraqis, who have so far proved ineffective in combating the Islamic State. Military officials say they plan to use Iraqi security forces, Kurdish, Peshmerga fighters, and local Sunnis to roll back the Islamic State's gain. They see the Sunnis as playing a similar role to what played out in the Sunni awakening during the surge in Iraq. Assembling those ground forces will take time, General Martin Dempsey, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said that of the 50 Iraqi brigades whose readiness the United States had closely examined, 26 were assessed to be reputable partners with adequate equipment and leadership, to be loyal to the government and not overly sectarian. But many of the Iraqi units will require training and re-equipping before they're ready to begin a major counteroffensive. The United States is trying to institutionalize the Sunni tribal awakening by establishing new National Guard units that it would have a crucial role in training and equipping. The idea is avoid the need to send a largely Shia army to Sunni areas and to win the allegiance of local Sunnis. In trying to seize urban areas from the Islamic State's control, the Iraqis' firepower will be limited. On Saturday, Iraq's new Prime Minister, Haider al-Albadi, said that the Iraqi military would not use artillery or carry out airstrikes in populated areas in an effort to reduce civilian casualties. So it falls to the United States and other allied nations to conduct the airstrikes, and they will need to be carefully coordinated. 
In the last week, the offensive strikes that Obama promised have started slowly, targeting a few scattered Sunni militant positions, a truck here, an artillery position there, in what is known in the military as plinking.